Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, hour one. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here. I hope you're doing well and having anticipating a great, great weekend. The phone number is 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. Now, I, I want to I want to do something that I rarely do. I want to rehash for you something I said in the last hour of my program yesterday, and there actually are, are two reasons why. One, there are a whole lot of people asking me, please, can you redo this? And two... I have stations in Las Vegas and Tucson, Arizona, and out in Salem, Oregon, and it's deeply relevant to them, and I know they're going to be hearing me right now, and I want them to hear this because it actually applies greatly to Nevada, Arizona, and Oregon in addition to Georgia, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and other states. This is important. I should tell you There are some exceptions. In Oklahoma, those of you listening on KRMG in Oklahoma, your governor is in danger of losing his reelection. Your Republican governor is in danger of losing to a Democrat. He has done virtually everything possible to screw up his own race. And the Democrat was a Republican until about five minutes ago. And so all the Republicans are like, yeah, she's one of us. She just had to run as a Democrat to take him on. That could be a problem. But I want to do this for you, and and please just listen to everything I say, and then I'll tell you where you can get more of it. There are a lot of people out there who are thinking, what if the polls are wrong? What if the polls are actually undercounting Democrats this time? What if the polls are undercounting Republicans? What if the polls are completely screwed up? What if the polls... I want you to do something in your mind, block out the polling, block out everything you know about the polling, block out where the Republicans are on the generic ballot, block out who's ahead, block out who's behind, pretend there's no such thing as polling. How can you find a Republican wave coming if you can't look at polls? Because for those of you who have doubts about what's coming, I I want you to be able to understand that what I've been telling you for months and months was coming is coming, and I don't need the polls to show you. I use the polls to reiterate what I'm saying, but you don't need it. How, How can you see the red wave coming? First, follow the money. The Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee is withdrawing its money from Florida for Val Demings. They've pulled out of Florida. They're sending that money to Washington State for Patty Murray. Patty Murray is an incumbent Democratic senator who no one thinks can be beaten. If no one thinks she can be beaten... Why are the Democrats pulling money from the swing state of Florida and sending it to Washington state? The Democratic Governors Association is pulling its money out of Georgia and Florida. They're no longer helping Stacey Abrams and they're no longer helping Charlie Crist. They're sending that money to New York to help Kathy Hochul and they're sending that money to to Wisconsin to help Tony Evers, the incumbent governor there who's a Democrat. 
they're pulling their money out of Nevada, which is a very close race between Steve Sipilek, the, gov- the incumbent governor, and Joe Lombardo, the challenging Republican. They're sending that money to other states. They're pulling their money out of Arizona to help Katie Hobbs against Kerry Lake. And they're sending it to Illinois to help the Illinois incumbent governor who's a billionaire. Why are the Democrats pulling their money from swing states and pouring their money into safe seats? They don't think they've won the swing states. You can't think you've won a swing state. When you're in politics, it's politics 101. When a race is close, you don't pull your money out. You pour more money in. So why are they pulling their money from Florida and Georgia and Arizona and Nevada and sending it to Washington and Oregon and Wisconsin and Illinois and New York? Because something's happening on the ground. The Democrats have had to send several million dollars more to the state of Oregon to help the Oregon Democratic nominee for governor. That state has not elected a Republican for governor since the 1980s. Why are the Democrats having to redirect money from Stacey Abrams in Georgia to what's-her-name, Tina, what's-her-name out in Oregon? Hmm? Why? Look at the House races. Democrats had been pouring money into seats, congressional seats, that were swing seats, where Joe Biden got between 1% and 5% of the vote. They then moved and started putting money in seats where Joe Biden got 7% of the vote more than Trump. They've now withdrawn from those seats, and they're consolidating all their money in seats where Joe Biden got 10 points or higher. Why are they abandoning seats where Joe Biden got seven percentage points more votes than Donald Trump? Unless they think those seats are toast and now they're building a firewall. They've retreated to plus 10 seats. They've retreated. Why? They're building a firewall because they've given up the House of Representatives. The House is now lost and you can see it in their spending. They're now trying to save Biden plus 10 seats, so they hold the Republicans to a 15 or 20 seat gain instead of a 35 or 40 seat gain. That's what's going on here with their money. They haven't won the Biden plus five seats. They've given them up for lost. And you don't have to believe the money. Believe the president of the United States. The president of the United States is not going to Georgia to campaign for Raphael Warnock or Stacey Abrams. Barack Obama is. In fact, Joe Biden is going today to New Mexico to campaign for the governor of New Mexico. New Mexico is not on anyone's radar as a seat that needs saving, and yet the Democrats have suddenly started putting money in the New Mexico governor's race for the first time. We're a week away from the election plus a few days, and the Democrats are suddenly having to go back on the air in New Mexico, and they're sending Joe Biden. You don't do that if you think that seat is safe. Joe Biden went to New York not to campaign in swing congressional districts, but in districts that should be safely Democrat and to campaign with the governor of New York, with Chuck Schumer. Joe Biden should not have to be campaigning with the governor of New York in safe Democratic seats 
if the Democrats are showing up to vote. Kamala Harris is doing events in progressive areas of California and New York and in Chicago. She's not going to swing states. She's not going to swing districts. She's avoiding them like the plague. She's avoiding local media markets that talk talk to swing districts. You don't do that if you think you're winning. You don't do that if you're trying to turn out independent voters for your side. You do what they're doing if you're trying to lock in Democratic votes. If you don't want to follow the money and you don't want to follow Joe Biden, follow Chuck Schumer. Yesterday on a hot mic, Chuck Schumer told Joe Biden that Democrats were losing Georgia, that he couldn't believe Georgians were voting for Herschel Walker. He said that the debate in Pennsylvania didn't hurt them too much. He said Democrats are coming home in Nevada. He thinks they may be okay, but they're going to lose Georgia, he said to Joe Biden on a hot mic yesterday. Hot mics are like truth serum. We don't know they're going to be on. You say what you really think. And he said the Democrats are going to lose Raphael Warnock's seat in Georgia. If the Republicans hold Pennsylvania or pick up Nevada, even if they lose Pennsylvania, the Republicans win the Senate. If you don't want to follow the money, and you don't want to follow the president, and you don't want to follow Chuck Schumer, follow the early voting. The early voting is notoriously unreliable. But there is a pattern that is showing up uniformly across the nation right now. Young voters who turned out in droves in 2018 and 2020 aren't showing up in the early voting. They're not detected. Young voters were easily detectable in 2018 and 2020 in the early voting. They're not there now. I mean, don't get me wrong, some of them are showing up, but they're not showing up even half the percentage that they showed up in 2020. That's a red alert for Democrats. On top of that, black voters are not showing up in the way they have been. In Georgia, the black vote should be over 30% in early voting. It's always over 30% in early voting. It's 26% in Georgia. In Louisiana, Republicans, going back to 2010, the wave year of the Republicans in 2010, Republicans never beat the Democrats in the early vote. They do not beat the Democrats. I am a native of Louisiana. I can attest to this. There has never been an early voting outcome in Louisiana where the Republicans were even close to Democrats in early voting turnout. Republicans are two percentage points behind the Democrats in early voting in Louisiana. In Florida... Not every Republican county has already started early voting. In Florida, they start early voting based on the size of the counties, the population of the counties. Bigger counties start earlier. Smaller counties start later. The smaller counties are more Republican. The bigger counties started earlier. The Republicans tend to lag behind the Democrats. Even after all the counties have started voting, the Republicans in Florida are beating the Democrats in early voting. In Miami-Dade County, the Democrats should be three times larger than the Republicans. The Democratic vote for early voting should be three times larger than the Republican Party vote. The Republicans are only behind by 2,000 votes in Miami-Dade County. In Clark County, Nevada, Las Vegas, the Democrats have a massive, massive turnout. That's given Republicans some concern 
But what Republicans are noting is that that massive, massive turnout for Democrats in Las Vegas is predominantly white. Hispanic voters are not showing up for early voting like they did two years ago in Las Vegas. And at five times higher than the Republicans, that's still a smaller turnout than in 2020 in Las Vegas. If you don't want to believe the money and you don't want to believe the president and you don't want to follow Chuck Schumer and you don't want to follow the early voting, follow the message. The Democrats' message is Trump sucks, abortion's good. The Republican message is the economy sucks, inflation sucks, gas prices suck, your 401k sucks, Joe Biden sucks. Where do you think the voters are? And if you don't want to follow all that, follow the Federal Reserve. Mortgage rates are now at an eight-year high. And interest rates are going back up next week. The Federal Reserve next week will raise interest rates another three-quarters of a percentage point. That's going to increase the line of credit on your house. That's going to increase the interest rate on your credit cards. That's going to increase the interest rates on mortgages and hurt the housing market that's already in recession. And that's going to come a week before the election. And they're going to note, they're trying to figure out their wording right now on how to note that they're going to raise interest rates again in December. Friends, take all of the polling out of it. Ignore every bit of polling. Look at the money. Democrats have spent $100,000 total in any congressional seats Donald Trump won. That's it, $100,000. They're spending millions to save Democrats in seats Joe Biden won by 10 points. They're spending their money in deep blue states like New York and Oregon and Washington and even Illinois in the Chicago area. They've pulled out of the swing states except for Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona. And in Arizona, they've pulled out of the gubernatorial race. In Nevada, they pulled out of the gubernatorial race. In Florida and Georgia, they pulled out of the gubernatorial races. In Florida, they pulled out of the, the Senate race. And you've got Chuck Schumer on a hot mic saying Raphael Warnock is going to lose Georgia. You've got the Democrats with an uncompelling message, and you've got the Federal Reserve raising rates. You don't need the polls to tell you what's coming. You just need the data of what's happening on the ground. But when you add the polling to the data of what's happening on the ground, what you get is profound doom for the Democrats. The Democrats in the polling are losing areas of the nation Democrats don't lose. You add the polling to the money, and you see why the Democrats are panicked. There's a red wave coming, and you don't have to look at the polls to see it. You can see it in what the Democrats are doing. One last thing. The Democrats are already in the media conducting their postmortem of why they lost. Democratic strategists are telling ABC News the winds were against them the whole time. They thought they had some momentum with abortion after the Dobbs decision, but they peaked too soon. They're telling Politico they peaked too soon on the abortion issue and that Donald Trump was a good distraction in August. That explained the dip in the polls, but the economy got the better of them. In the New York Times, they're running a story that really there was nothing the Democrats could do to win this election cycle. We're more than a week away, and they're already writing the obituaries of the Democrats for the midterms. That's your final sign. The wave is coming. Americans for Prosperity plays to win. That matters a lot to me. 
I know a lot of DC-based organizations that just want to pass paper around to other Beltway insiders or claim they speak for everyday Americans without ever having to leave Washington, D.C. Americans for Prosperity is different. They're not a think tank. They're grassroots do tank. Americans for Prosperity is a -a one-of-a-kind, freedom-oriented, limited government advocacy and accountability organization that actually takes action to expand opportunity for all Americans and defend your freedom of speech. They're doing great work at all levels of government. What's their secret? Well, they don't really rely on Washington. They've built a network of concerned citizens who are stepping up for freedom in communities all around the country. If you want to learn more, if you want to find out how to get involved with Americans for Prosperity with a chapter near you, and I assure you, they have a chapter near you, check them out at americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. That's americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Let us take a phone call here. David, you're going to be up first today. Welcome to the show. Hey, Eric. Hey, love listening to your show. Uh, You're the one political show my wife will agree to listen to, so you (laughs) must be doing something right. Appreciate it. Hey, so uh, I, I, I'm listening to your show. I hear, you know, we're possibly going to have this big red wave. Let's assume for the moment that that is going to occur. My concern, and maybe it's just because I'm a pessimist or cynical or whatnot, is we're still going to have all these local district attorneys and county commissioners and school boards and all this sort of stuff. And I, I just I don't feel like we're going to get any movement on crime, the in- inflation, the interest rates are still going to be going up. We're going to have a recession next year, and if we uh, win all of these governors and House uh, and congressmen and Senate, I feel like all that's going to happen is we're going to have two years of you know bad news right. with uh, Republicans being in control, and then we're going to get punished for it in 2024. What do you think? Listen, I, I, I genuinely think that the media is going to go all out and blame Republicans for the recession. Uh, even though everyone's saying now it's going to happen, I think they're going to blame the Republicans. They will blame the Republicans when crime doesn't go down. They'll blame the Republicans for everything. Um, the problem here with this is that generally the president, rightly or wrongly, and I actually think in most cases wrongly, probably not this case though, uh, tends to get the blame and the credit for the economy, not not Congress. Um, and I think what's going to happen is we're going to have such a brutal, brutal 2022 midterm for the Democrats, they're going to force Joe Biden to not run again. That's going to allow Republicans time to consolidate behind a candidate, and the Democrats are going to have a nasty primary. And then the Democrats are going to have to carry water for the Biden administration and what the Biden administration has done. Here's a problem for the Democrats. And and, and listen, I tend to agree with you. The media, everybody, they're going to blame the Republicans. But there's a problem for the Democrats. Joe Biden yesterday, I've got the audio. I'm going to play it when we come back. Joe Biden actually told people yesterday wages are up more than inflation, which is flat out not true. And Joe Biden also said that inflation really doesn't matter because people are switching to generic raisin bran and it's cheaper. That's Joe Biden's message. You don't believe me. I've got the audio. I'm going to play it for you when we come back. That's Joe Biden's closeout message. The Republicans are pivoting on a dime. And one more thing, Republicans, pivot to the baby formula shortage. There is still a baby formula shortage in America. You want to pull more female voters to your side. Make that the issue.
When you're ready to hop into a soft, cozy bed, your sheets make a big difference. Bold and Branch sheets use only the best 100% organic cotton threads on earth for superior softness that only gets more luxurious with every wash. I know because I sleep in Bull and Branch sheets. And let me tell you, you know, they start off like your standard bed sheet, and you're thinking, what's the big deal? Well, wash them. You see the difference. Wash them again. You feel the difference more and more. They get softer over time, and they've got the perfect weight. They've got that weight in the summertime where you feel like substantively there's something on you, but yet you're not sweating to death. And in the wintertime, it's just the perfect snug fit for the Bull and Branch sheets. They focus on thread quality, not quantity, although the quality and the quantity both are fantastic. Now, they got over 25,000 rave customer reviews made from the highest quality threads you can get. Bowl and Branch signature sheets come in nine colors. They fit all mattress sizes. You will feel the difference. And again, you got a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and returns. What do you have to lose? Try them. Keep washing them. They get softer and softer. Go to Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com. Use promo code ERIC. You'll get 20% off your first set of sheets and free shipping with the promo code ERIC, my name, at bowlandbranch.com. Again, B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com, the promo code ERIC, E-R-I-C-K. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I wish to go to the phones, and I want to go to Shane. Welcome to the program, Shane. Thank you, Eric. Um, I have a quick question about Nancy Pelosi. Uh, First, I want to say... I'm glad to hear that her husband's going to make a full recovery, and I never wish violence upon anybody, no matter what side of the aisle they fall on. Um, I'm sure every Republican that ever voted that way is going to be blamed for this. But my question is, I wanted someone to ask Nancy Pelosi. I heard they arrested someone. Does she think he should get bail? Should he get zero bail, cashless bail? Um, we're all into, you know, not letting, you know, letting people out of jail without having to, you know, do anything but a signature. So I wonder if anybody will ever ask her that question. Yeah, listen, um, it would be interesting where the Democrats stand on this. I will tell you, there is some breaking news here in all seriousness on the subject. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, was attacked in their home. Someone came in through a sliding glass door with a hammer was looking for the Speaker of the House to attack the Speaker of the House, was asking, where is Nancy? Where is Nancy? And uh, attacked her husband. Now, I realize there are going to be some of you, unfortunately, who immediately jump to the conclusion that this is the Democrats did it to turn the tide in the election. And it, it, it pains me. Uh, to have gotten a number of people today who immediately jumped to the conclusion that this is a Democrat trap. Um, Listen, y'all, I'm sorry. I don't like it when people immediately rush to that conclusion. And the reason I don't like it when people immediately rush to the conclusion that, oh, maybe the Democrats did this themselves to help them in the election, is it actually says more about you and your brokenness in politics than it does the Democrats. That when you become, when your immediate reaction is the political angle as opposed to a human being has been attacked by someone with a hammer and had to go to the hospital and was seriously injured, there's just a level of partisan brokenness there. Now, 
as to what's actually going to happen, you're damn right the Democrats are going to politicize this as best they can. If it looks like this was a partisan, we don't know who the person was. But I'm sure they will make it the partisan play. They're already doing this. They are already doing this. There are crazies on both sides, however. And the real issue here should be that you had an assassin show up at Brett Kavanaugh's home and you've got a guy showing up at the Speaker of the House's home wielding a hammer to try to find her. And the political leaders of both sides in this country should realize we need to tone down the rhetoric. We need to tone this down. This is not good. And they're not doing that. They're playing to the anger of both sides' bases such that some of you, your first reaction to this was, well, maybe this is actually the Democrats setting up Paul Pelosi so they could make the Republicans the fall guy. There's a level of spiritual brokenness in American politics on both sides when it comes to that. I want to play you a good example of this. This is actually quite the clip. This is an exchange between Mehdi Hassan and uh, some other dude on Morning Joe where Mehdi Hassan uh, just listened to the crazy things he says while the other guy's trying to be reasonable. And keep in mind that Mehdi Hassan is the MSNBC anchor. Ultimately, voters have the right to vote for someone who has crazy ideas like the Muslim ban. Um, that Those are illiberal. Those are things that go Shut against it. individual rights and Shut freedoms. Yeah, a, not, a, wait, okay. Can I jump in? There's a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of straw men here. Nobody's saying they don't have the right to vote for crazy ideas. Nobody's saying that all Trump voters are fascists. You use the word authoritarian. I'm fine with authoritarian. I mean, we're now into pedantry here. I would argue many Trump voters would be very upset being called authoritarian, but you're calling Trump authoritarian. So let's agree. He is something that is not normal. He's a threat to democracy. He's not just anti-immigration, Shadi. He wanted to build a moat, put alligators in it, and shoot immigrants in the legs. If that is not fascism, oh. I don't know what is. Okay, well, I didn't hear about the alligator thing, Mandy, but if you just, if I can just finish the thought here. Um, look, the danger is when you, okay, I, I would just want to put the question back to you, Mandy. What are you actually suggesting we do if Trump wins fair and square? Let's forget about any like foul play or anything like that. If he wins in 2024, what are you going to do? Are you going right, to respect fi- that result? I mean, I don't accept the premise of your question. If he wins in 2024, let's forget the foul play. How can I forget the foul play when right now the Republican Party is trying to change state legislature rules, voting rules? Shadi, right now they are taking steps to make sure that the 2024 oh, election is not a free okay. and fair election. You keep well, just pushing Mandy. that you're away. You to, cannot you're both not willing sides to this. accept that outcome then. You see where it goes, and then he gets into Republicans are suppressing black voters in Georgia. Black voters can't vote. There's no evidence of that, but they believe it. And you amp this stuff up regularly, and it drives partisans to the edge. On MSNBC right now, they are equating the attack on Paul Pelosi to January 6th, that this is January 6th, part two. We don't know who the person is yet. We don't we don't know anything about the person. This reminds me of the uh, invasion of the Discovery Channel by an activist years ago who was immediately presumed to be on the right. And it turned out the person was a global warming activist who didn't think that the Discovery Channel was doing enough to fight climate change. And all the blue checks who were accusing the Republicans of stuff, they deleted all of their tweets. Now, 
Now I, I got to get to some of this audio before I get to your back to your phone calls because you you gotta you gotta follow along with me on this. This is Joe Biden. Where are the fact checkers? This is his closing argument, and this is going to blow up in the Democrats' face. I want to turn to next month's election. You've referred to the midterm election as a choice rather than a referendum. That's right. Given record inflation, why should voters choose Democrats? This is not record inflation anymore. I'm bringing it down. Look what we inherited. I inherited 6.5% unemployment. It's down to 3.5%. We had, we lost about 600, we lost hundreds of thousands of manufacturing jobs. We've created over 600,000, 700,000 manufacturing jobs. Things are moving. As that report showed that you have people who are now in a position where the combination of pay raises and job security, they're now in a better off even with inflation than they were before it. And inflation's coming down. Inflation's coming down, he says, except the data shows it's not. A little more Biden and inflation. I want to turn to the economy. Today's GDP report shows that the U.S. economy grew 2.6% in the third quarter. What's your top-line reaction to Top-line reaction is really good. There's nothing bad about the report. Nothing bad about the report. And the core inflation is actually down about a point and a half. We're in a situation where we've created more jobs. We're in a situation where, and look, the price of gasoline is falling. The price of gasoline just in the last several months is down to dollars 26 or 27 and if the if the oil companies start to charge what they should be charging based on the cost of a barrel of oil they'd be down another 40 cents that's his claim today the most common price of gas in america is three dollars and 39 cents down from over five dollars when i took office we need to keep making that progress by having energy companies bring down the cost of a gallon of gas that reflects the cost they're paying for a barrel of oil. Right. Um, gas was two dollars when Joe Biden became president. Gas was two. He's lying there. One more. Today, the GDP results came out, and the economy, in fact, is growing. In fact, the economy grew at two point six percent rate last quarter, and although it may not feel like it for everyone, people's incomes went up last quarter more than inflation went up. And enough growth. So economic growth is up. The price of inflation is down. Real incomes are on going are up and the price of gas is down. Folks continue to spend, but now a more stable pace than during our rapid recovery last year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure you all can feel it. Can't you feel it? One last clip from Biden before I get back to phone calls here. This is the president of the United States. Suggesting that you're going to see people buying other raisin bran. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices is not the price of beef and eggs, etc. Well, they're up. It's packaged goods, packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which would be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is real movement. And- you got that? Um, you're going to be okay because you're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to afford what you want to buy, so you'll go with the cheap generic stuff. Anyone who has eaten the generic cereals knows many of them. They're just not as good. The generic Pop Tarts are kind of gross. They're cheaper, but they're kind of gross. And Joe Biden thinks you're going to go for kind of gross because in his economy you can't afford the good stuff. Back to the phones we go. Jason, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, Eric. Um, just curious, this is regarding Stacey Abrams, but have you noticed in her ads, she always refers to the the money's in the coffers or the, the money is in the piggy bank, so to speak. And I'm just curious your thoughts. Does she think we're too stupid to know where that money is? Yeah, yeah, you know, okay, this is a good point. Uh, So nationally, those of you outside of Georgia can't appreciate this probably, but Georgia, like Florida, has a multi-billion dollar surplus. And Brian Kemp's proposal in Georgia, very much like Ron DeSantis' in Florida, was to give checks back to voters. We actually got a check the other day at our house. It was like $175. And... um. Stacey Abrams, her plan was instead of giving voters back their money, was to spend it all. She didn't want to credit it. She didn't want to credit Brian Kemp for the surplus. She didn't want to credit Republicans for fiscal stewardship. She just wanted to spend the money. It's not going to work. One more call here before we go to break. Dan, you're going to be up next. Welcome. Hi, Eric. Thanks for taking my call and love the show. Thank you. Um, uh, One thing Completely separate from what I told caller, I just want to say for all that's holy in the world, please don't vote for the independent in the Senate race in Georgia. Don't torture us. The libertarian, yes. Please don't put us in a runoff. Just go on and vote for Walker now. (laughs) Yeah, or choose one or don't. I don't care. Anyways, um, what I did want to bring up, though, is I think Republicans are going to win both houses, House and Senate. Um, But when that happens, they're going to blame Joe. And January 6th has been an upright failure. It's not deterred people from voting for Trump. I don't know why they keep doing it, but they do. Um, I see them saying, all right, 25th minute, Joe's an idiot, got to get rid of him. We'll put Camilla in. She's controllable. And this will prove to the country that you can't have an 80-year-old guy running or being president. And that's their best chance of stopping Trump. Yeah, look, I, I think I, yeah, I think age is going to be the big thing in 2024. Age is really going to be an issue. Trump will be almost 80 years old in 2024. And after years of saying Sleepy Joe is too old to run, suddenly it'll be the Democrats having a youthful person against Trump. Do we want to go through four more years of this? It'll be funny to watch the Democrats do it, but you know they'll get away with it. Do we want another geriatric when we can have someone new? Um, Age is going to be a problem uh, for Republicans if they nominate Trump. It's just so. It's a problem right now for the Democrats with Joe Biden. The phone number is 877-973-7425. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm, y'all, is worth going to get. You can get three of them for less than $200. It wipes out odors. Litter box odors, you got a, you got a room where you keep your litter box and it kind of smells. Put the Eden Pure Thunderstorm in, fire it up, it gets rid of those odors. You got a musty car or basement. You got a smelly hotel room, fire up the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It takes care of the odors. You can plug it directly into the wall or you can plug it in with a USB cord and your car. And if you have a USB outlet in your car, it just works. It also gets rid of the dust and the pollen, but I use it as an odor eliminator and it really works. What you do is go to EdenPureDeals.com and you put in the discount code ERIC3, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC3, E-R-I-C-K-3. You get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200, save in $200. You get free shipping. You get a filterless uh, air purifier, so you just wipe it out on occasion with a cloth. You don't have to keep swapping out filters. 
and then it eliminates the odor. So you get one for upstairs, one for downstairs, one for your basement or your RV or keep it in your travel bag like I do, EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is ERIC3. Listen, if you listen to the start of the show today, I walked through how you know a Republican wave is coming even without the polls. I put that in writing as well. If you want it, text the word ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. Click on that top link. You'll see it. It'll be the second piece there. Um, Subscribe. You get it in your inbox. That was completely free. You didn't even have to pay to get that in your inbox this morning. Um, So you should be subscribing. But bottom line is I want you to be able to have that because here's the thing that's going to happen, and I want to spend some time in the next hour really talking about this. i got other stuff to talk about, but this one, we got to spend some time on this because we are slightly more than a week away. Early voting is going to be winding down uh, in the next few days in most of the country. Some will vote early until the, the Saturday before the election. A lot of them will start cutting it out. Uh, but Here's the thing you have to know. The Democrats will now seize on every possible news story to try to mitigate damage. I suspect we're going to see the um, the the attack on Paul Pelosi become a very big national story. In a way, the assassin for Brett Kavanaugh did not because um, – the Democrats can use the media to try to mitigate damage. I don't know how effective it's going to be, though, at the end of things because the mood in the country is suddenly starting to lock in. Here's Jake Tapper from last night on CNN. Election day is only 12 days away, but many Democratic officials seem to believe, barring some major seismic event, Control of the House of Representatives is all but gone. Democrats can feel the House seats slipping through their fingers. As some experts project, Republicans could pick up maybe even 30 seats, and they only need five to win back the majority. Some in the Democratic Party are already performing pre-autopsies. Yes. And now Donnie Deutsch, who is on Morning Joe. Listen to this. And, 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 what, and then you see a woman who's raising four kids on, on 400 yeah. Street. And you go, nothing else matters to her. There's no, there's no argument other than, uh, you, other than, guess what? We're going to figure out a way to make bread more affordable to you. I mean, there's just, you know, when you, it's about survival, when it's about these issues that just, they can't live. Now, you can scare mm-hmm. them and say it could get worse. They could take your health care away. I mean, that, that's a strategy to go. But, you know, if she is representative of a big part of the populace, and she is. And now let's even factor in people who've seen their IRAs, not a woman like that necessarily, but who've seen their IRAs go down by 20, 25%. It's really tough, and I've come on the show and talked a lot about that you gotta scare people and make it about the Republicans that are, are crazy people. But even with the pending crazy, when you can't afford to buy the stuff that you were able to f- buy a year or two or three years ago, it's tough, tough sledding. I hate hate to be negative mini over here. I don't even know what the hell that means. But I am really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. Really scared about a bloodbath 10 days from now. I'm telling you, everything possible that can be used against the Republicans is going to be used in the next nine or 10 days. Everything possible. The problem is independent voters are breaking towards the GOP because of crime, because of inflation, 
because of general economic malaise, the GOP has one more card to pull. That is the baby formula shortage. That is still a shortage and crisis in this country. The Biden administration promised to fix and did not fix. Now, when we come back, election deniers, we must talk about them. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the Republican ones. I'm talking about the Democratic election deniers who continue to get platformed by the media when the media says election denying is such a threat to democracy.